0: It's is your host Andre, and I'm here. to, You know, I'm a, obviously I'm a volunteer fan, a big one at that. Have been someone for a long time, and I'm always looking for content, and it just never seems to be enough for me. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna help create some. So here I am today, and um, yeah, this is the first episode, and I feel like I, uh, you know, I'm a former player. I'm pretty passionate. And I'm, I didn't play at UT, though, of course not. Uh, I played in high school, and I played a little bit in college, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to be pretty straightforward. I can't, I'm not going to lie at all. You know, that's the thing with the sports media now. I love it that people, you know, keep it 100 and stuff like that. So I'm definitely going to be one of those. And, uh, hopefully you enjoy what I got to, you know, put out in the world. So, uh, you know, I'm going to divide this up into three parts real quick. Um. I feel like everybody knows we can score a lot on offense, so that's a given. So I'm going to start with the defense because that's what I played. I played corner. So let me just start there. Um, I wanted to look at the players that I felt like needed to, you know, help step up this year, that'll help give us the biggest boost on defense. And, uh, you know, we're just going to run through a couple of them. And uh, first, I got to start with my boy, Treon Flowers. Um Looking at his stats, they weren't bad last year. You know, he had about three, four interceptions. He, you know, he was around the ball a couple times, but um, I feel like I just want more from him, man. You know, Eric Berry's my probably my favorite volunteer of all time. So every time I'm looking at the safeties, I just, I, of course, they're not gonna beat him, but you know, I just want them to, you know, just step up and do a little bit more. That's all I want from him. It's the senior year you know what I'm saying, came back for his fifth year, um, I'm, I'm glad he did that, you know, and I feel like, um, him and Jalen McCullough, you know, I, I, I don't know what it is, but sometimes they just a little step slow when they get there, you know, sometimes they might hit them, hit the, you know, the runner and bounce off, you know, and, uh, I feel like the senior year, working with, uh, Coach Willie Martinez, he's a great coach, uh, he was with us prior before with, uh, Butch, uh, They weren't that bad. Uh, You know, came up a couple Hail Marys, I think. I think he was that uh, coach. Yeah, he definitely was for a couple of them. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm looking at Treon, you know, Flowers, uh, you know, to help step up. um, All right. second player I'm looking at is definitely Roman Harrison. If you look at this dude, he's probably the most ripped dude on the team, man. Like, he's big he's athletic he's super toned like and like once again this is a talking about who we need, want to step up and I feel like I you know the way he looks the way he plays I you know I see the aggression I see that he you know wants to get there he's 6'2 244 out of Georgia you know what I'm saying I, I'm in Georgia right now so I'm you know I, I, I look for him when he's on the field for sure And, um, I feel like with Byron Young coming back for another year, you know, Byron Young, he's definitely a good pass rusher. So we need somebody opposite of him to at least, you know, step up and get more pressure on the quarterback. Um, I mean, yeah, man, because he just looks like, (laughs) he just looks like a dude that's supposed to make plays. And, you know, maybe that's not a good thing to hold him accountable, whatever, but, you know, of course, I know he wants to make the play. So, you know, this is why we feel like Roman Harris needs to step up and do it. And, um, Lastly, we can't forget about the boys in the middle, man. The linebackers, bro. Like Jeremy, he had I, he played way better than I, you know. Most people thought he would. You know, I gave him the benefit of the doubt because he was coming back, but uh, he he did good for what he, you know, what he came back before. That was his first year, second year, I think. You know, playing linebacker in the new system, and he had he had a lot of tackles, over a hundred. So he was there for a lot of plays, but he needed his boys to step up, you know get their uh, coverage a little better um if number 24 Aaron Beasley and uh and Solan Page are gonna play I just need them to like not be such a weakness like they don't have to be great they don't have to be all Americans but dang like so many times I watch Aaron Beasley he uh, he's good at attacking the hole he recognizes the play but when he gets there he getting smacked up in or <laughs> he getting ran over or juked like out of his shoes like We we got to get a little bit better at that, man. And like I said, he's another guy. He he bulked up. He got his chance. So I hope he's trying to take uh, care of his opportunity to come back for a second year. You know, and and really solidify that position because obviously we're gonna try to get that position intact. Um, Jawan Mitchell, the I think that's the name. Yeah, that should be yeah, the linebacker from Texas. uh, He got hurt. Last year, but even when he did play, he didn't make quite as many plays. Like, uh, I feel like he was there, but he didn't really do anything. He was just, like, on the field. So, definitely need that guy. You know, I want all these guys to do well, man. I'm just calling it like it is. Like, I was watching the plays. I watched the game multiple, all the games multiple times. And when it gets to the defense, it's just like, you know, it is what it is, <laughs> right? Uh, so um, we're gonna move on to the second part, and um, I just wanted to highlight, you know, a uh, favorite player that's on the team now that I like, and uh, a an OG vol, like a, a an older volunteer that I, uh, that I had a really good bond with, or you know, grew up with, or something like that, and um, for my recent player. Of course, I'm going to start with the quarterback, Hendon Hooker. Um, he's from Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, which is only like thirty minutes away. So I went there a lot. So you can understand, you know, we share that same area code three three six. So I, you know, definitely uh, wanted to want that guy to succeed. Um, I was calling for his him to start way back when everybody was like, "Oh, Harrison Bailey, Harrison Bailey." I'm like, "Nah, bro. He had he was pretty good at Virginia Tech. He got hurt a little bit, but when he played his freshman year, he was nice as." He was real good, like, so with this offense right here, obviously we see what he can do, like, only three interceptions, 30 touchdowns, Hendy was balling, bro, like, um, but of course in some of the bigger games, when he didn't be a little better, you know, Florida, and then uh, I think I remember versus um, even Purdue, like, you know, he he had a couple people wide open, he was just missing them a little bit, but you know, that's how it goes, and that's how it goes when you play football, because we throw a lot of deep shots, like, if we hit on every deep shots, we would score eighty points a game, cause they keep throwing it. <laughs> we keep throwing it all. Every everybody gonna be open. So crazy, but yeah, that's my recent pick, uh, Handin Hooker, and for my OG ball, I don't know if this is, uh, you know, gonna be, you know, uh, what'd you call it. <laughs> A point of contention, you know, something like that. But I feel like the best wide receiver of all time from UT is Peerless Price, my guy. Um, And the reason I say that is, like, he has the stats. They might not be the all-time stats. Like, he might not be, you know, have the number one, but he's definitely top 10 and everything. But if you look at the plays he made, they were all so clutch. Because look at the 97, look at the, the championship season. We ran the ball a lot, and when we didn't blow people out and it was in a close game, the only big play we had was the privilege price, and he always caught it. And he always mossed somebody. The national championship game, it was pretty much one big play on offense. The deep ball. And you if you looked at the play, it seemed improbable that that's how the play would happen because the way he caught it. But he mossed bro, and kept, just kept running. Against Bama, the punt return. Like, look at that. Like, the the plays he made were all so clutch. Like, he was just, that's why I say he's like, if you want a receiver it's going to do everything, punt return, kick return, catch every pass that you need him to make, first downs, touchdowns, slants, it's Peerless. This, that's his name, right? So, it's only right that he'd be Peerless at UT. All right, you know, I probably got a little passionate about that. But, uh <laughs> Uh, on to the last subject for the you know for the final day. Uh, I mean for the for this final one, um, I'm going to keep this podcast pretty short. I guess it's a podcast. That's what I'm gonna call it. Whatever you know, top tier volunteers. First episode once again, and um, I just want to talk generally about the you know expectations for the year. I feel like this is a second year, and we overachieved last year. So everybody, you know, the hype is, we all want to, we all feel in the hype. Everybody really wants Tennessee to be back. And if we do, if we do come back, the nation will see, like, just how good of a brand Tennessee is. People don't understand. They all, they think we all wild and crazy and all this other stuff. But once you're in the volunteer family, it's like no other. Like, I do it all day on Twitter, Instagram. You know, I just interact with people that I don't know. And they're all good people. And once you're a Vol, like, you latch on to all the other sports, too. It's like, you can't just, like, one Vol sport. Like, even though I'm not a Tennessee basketball fan as my number one, I still, you know, check for them and everything like that. And then the baseball season, I've, I ain't never seen so much baseball, but it's great just because I'm a Vol, and, you know, I'm going support anybody in the Orange and White Lady Vols. So, um, yeah, the hype is going to be pretty hype this year. And um, I think... I'm struggling struggling between eight and nine wins, and it's just because there's going to be so many 50-50 games like um, I guess I maybe I can go down by the each game one by one and give a little breakdown. Let me pull this up. And uh, we start off with a uh, ball state a team. I think they're in the Mac right now. They should be. Let's see. Well, that don't really matter because we're gonna beat them pretty bad. Uh, we probably might put seventy on them if we do, if we uh, do it the right way. Um, the Cardinals, you know, they're from Indiana, but you know that's gonna be we're gonna beat them pretty bad. So I I feel like Kenan. She'll probably be done probably by the third quarter. You know, Josh Heupel likes to leave the starters in for a while, like you know, just to get the reps in. I'm I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So yeah, we're gonna beat them. We play them on September first. We're probably gonna. I can give a prediction on the score too. Why not? Uh, we're probably gonna beat them sixty eight to fourteen. Sixty eight to ten. I'm gonna go sixty eight to ten. And uh, okay. Then on September tenth, we played the Pittsburgh Panthers and the Johnny Majors Classic yet again, and um, they got us last year. You know, Joe missed a lot of passes. The defense was going; it was getting shredded by Kenny Pickett. We didn't know how good Kenny Pickett was going to be at that time, but he, he was. We was the one of the first victims to fall. You know, to bow before him. But um, it was still a close game, and Hendy came in to try to save it. But uh, this year, you know. Kenny's gone, and they got a new quarterback from out of USC. So, you know, they probably think he's going to be pretty good, but we, should, we if we don't beat them, I'm going to be highly upset. Highly upset. Uh, we got to, you know, I'd, I'd like Pittsburgh on another level. You know, I'd, I'd have nothing against them, but no, nah, we got to beat them. And um, score prediction, I'm going to go 45-24. And then September 17th, we play the Akron Zips. Uh, that's going to be another snoozer, but another stat game. Get all the little, get all the young guys in. Because, you know, um, it's a four-game redshirt rule. You can play four games, and then after that, they can redshirt you. So I expect to see a lot of the young guys in this one. Uh, we're going we probably gonna have the highest scoring offense in the country by this point if we if we do what we're supposed to do with Ball State and Akron, and then just score like I said forty five against Pittsburgh. Yeah, we probably had a we should we we may be up there for the highest scoring offense in the country at this point if we do what we're supposed to do against Akron. Then the end of next week, September twenty fourth, twenty twenty two, the Florida Gators come to town. They're coming to Knoxville. New coach from, uh, out of, uh, Louisiana, the, the Raging Cajuns, I think, yeah, um, Billy Napier, so, I, I'm a, I'm a bit of an old school, like, I, I'm young, I'm pretty young, but I still feel like I'm an old school ball fan, so I still hate Alabama the most, but Florida is a very, very, very 1B-ish, 1A-ish, and, uh, we never beat them for some freaking reason. It's a mind game at this point. So I'm definitely needing them to beat uh, Florida. And um, they got a new coach. We're going to be s- roaring on the offense by the end. The defense should have gotten a little better. Hopefully we get some transfers in for sure. But, uh, yeah, we should be pretty – we should be 3-0 uh, s- probably game of the week. I don't know, CBS, or they might do a double header or something. But, you know, there's going to be hype. And we have to beat them, man. Please, that's all I'm asking for, really. Like, if, if we beat Florida and go 4-0 and to start the season, you know, it really can't get no better. And um, I don't think I, I I'm sorry, I don't believe I gave a score for Akron. Uh, I'm going go to go 52-17. I don't know how good they are on offense. I, I don't look. But, uh, <laughs> okay, and uh, a score for the Florida game. If Anthony Richards is playing, they're going to score a lot of points probably because I don't know how good our defense is going to be at stopping the run. D-line should be pretty good, but the linebackers, boy, they might get juked up a couple times out there. So we're we going to have to uh, tighten up a little bit. But we should get out of there with the win, um, hopefully. Uh, I'm going to go 35-24 because we, <laughs> we're at home – not that good and we're gonna be I'm I'm hoping I'm counting on us taking a big step. So 3524. So at this point we're 4 0 in the season. <clears throat> I think we have a bye week after that. And then we go into October 8th. Ellis we go to LSU, go to Baton Rouge. And um I don't know if they're gonna make that a night game. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully not. I mean that'll be good just for everything, but uh if we could get them in the daytime, that would be great. We can beat them. We're probably going to beat them in the daytime for sure. Um, they got a new coach, Brian Kelly. Um, I like Brian Kelly. You know, everybody him, you know, boo-hoo's him because he didn't win, at, uh, win real, real big at Notre Dame. But he did what he could do. Like, you know, 12-0, they need to look into the finals. And, they, of course, they played Bama every time with something. Like, who else is beating Bama? Notre Dame probably wasn't going to do it. They really, you know. But you know, he got along, and then he'd seen LSU, and that I don't blame him for taking the job. So that's gonna be a good one then down in Baton Rouge, and uh, huh, I'm feeling pretty bullish. I don't know how good they're gonna be on offense. I think their quarterbacks are pretty suspect. They have, you know, they have a lot of good recruits, even at running back, and the running backs haven't been getting it done lately. Uh, right receiver, I don't know about any standouts, but they always have good ones, so we're gonna to have to watch out for them. And then, so I'm going to go with a score prediction, probably. I'm thinking we're we're going to win. I'm going to win. But I'm going to go 31. No, 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 no. 38 to 31, Tennessee. All right, then. So then we get to October 15th, and we play... Alabama now Bryce Young's coming back this just they just lit it in the third uh, (laughs) the third Saturday in October because uh, yeah but it is the third Saturday because it is it's five Saturdays in October so yeah this is the third one and they come to our house this time so we're going to be rocking CBS is probably going to be there just because you know they want to Bill Alabama, but anytime they go anywhere, so they playing us, and if we're undefeated at that point, this is going to be a top ten game because, going undefeated in the SEC for a point in period of time, and yeah, you're going to be top ten. Um, Bryce Young, the running backs. Uh, I think their defense is going to be much better than last year, even though they weren't that bad. I was watching the spring game and they was making a lot of plays, a lot of interceptions. So we're probably going to lose that one, but I'm I'm hoping, of course, I hate saying it, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna just go ahead and spit the score out. so saw only one, probably you know, this Bama. But if we can spring an upset, great. But you know, it's going to take a perfect game from us and some mistakes from them. But uh, yeah, Bama probably whatever, thirty-five to twenty-four. Again, you know, 38-24, something like that. You know, we're going to score some points, but they're going to score more, obviously. And, uh, okay, after that, we got a bit of a bye game. Tennessee Martin, October 22nd. Uh, yeah, we're going to see a lot of the backups in this one. We're going to blow them out probably about 70 to 70. two. You choose to score. and I don't care how much they get. they They won't get over 21, rest assured. But uh, yeah, so we ain't got to talk about that one that much. Tennessee Martin, yeah, we're going to beat them pretty bad. Okay, and then we get to October 29th. The Kentucky Wildcats come to town. So my very first game in Neeland, I've only been to one game in Neyland, and it was versus Kentucky, the JG game, and he threw three interceptions before I could get to my seat good. So, of course, that was a bad experience. So I I don't know if I'm going to be there this year, but that would be a great one to win. And uh, Kentucky's been really good the last couple of years. But just like with us versus Florida, they just can't seem to beat us. And I like it that way. So, of course, we're going to beat them again this time. Uh, I'm going to say a score of 49 to 42. And I think we beat them by that score last No, it was a little bit closer last year. I think it was 48 or something, 45, and we had Will Levis crying on the sideline, but yeah, that was a great game, and I I expect it to be another nail-biter again, but of course, the Vols are going to take that one. Uh, November 5th, the Georgia Bulldogs. Mm -mm -mm. Now, they won the title, of course, obviously, last year, and uh, they they got a good team, man. Um, Of course, they got all these recruits, and of course... They don't even have to really take transfers for no reason. They just lose players and they didn't they can put another recruit in. He's just probably as good or is better better. And um Stetson Bennett, he gets a lot of poo-hoo for I don't know why he won the championship. He beat Bama. I don't care if he was walking or not, they want to keep talking about JT Daniels. And this guy's won all the games. So I'm like, y'all, y'all stuck on the stars, man. Look at the player. He looking to play a better player. Now i take Stetson. I wouldn't take Stetson over Hinden, but he could uh, Stetson could be a starter on a lot of teams, obviously. If he could do it for the number one team in the country. But um, yeah, this is gonna be a good game. Uh, we 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 played pretty good against them last year. We scored more than anybody's team last year. On uh last yeah. We've scored more points on them than any other team last year. But we, in the end, they were, you know, they just suffocated us. So I feel like we're going to come with a little better game plan. Um, Josh Hockwell, obviously, you know, he, he went through a little tough stretch in a couple, couple games where, you know, a couple decisions here and there, you know, really influenced the game. And, you know, I feel like a good coach, I, he should learn from that. And uh, hopefully that'll pay off against Georgia. We probably won't beat them, but I expect a closer game. And we're we're going to push them and give them a run for their money. So I'm going to go Georgia 30, Tennessee 24. Uh, November 12th. Missouri Tigers come to town. And I think they got to do... I think they got a new quarterback. I don't know. They've been trying to get quarterbacks all year. But, uh, yeah, the Tigers come to town, and we beat the hell out of them. They was the first ones to get smashed on real good, and we weren't expecting it. We just put, boy, we were, yeah. We just, yeah, it was a lot of points on them. And that's why I hope the running backs see what could happen because uh, our running back last year, I forget his name because he done left. Well, uh yeah, number 8, he was he went crazy against them. The Lanes was real wide open and t- Missouri has been pretty bad on defense since uh, Barry Odom left. So, yeah, we're going to beat them pretty badly. I'm going to go 49 to 30. Tennessee. And that will put us at uh let me see. 1 2 3 4 5, five, five 6 7 Eight and two on the season. Eight and two? Am I really calling it like that? Yeah, I am. I mean, just going through it one by one. And if we make the steps that we're supposed to make, I mean, yeah. Just looking at it game by game. I can't, I don't really, yeah. And so, November 19th. We go to South Carolina, and uh, they've been we, they've been playing us tough pretty good like the last couple couple years, especially with Pruitt and when we were a lower scoring offense. But uh, last year we beat the brakes off them too, and it happened really fast. And um, you know Shane Beamer came in. You know they had the same record, or uh, yeah, they had pretty much the same record as us last year. And you know they were pretty good, but like I said, once they came to us, we just Sprang them pretty quickly, and it was over by the second quarter. So um, so we we go to their house next year. That's probably going to be a night game. I love playing at South Carolina at nighttime. Um, Spencer Rattler, he's probably going to be starting. Uh, I don't think Spencer's that good, but uh, if he's still starting, I'm going to be pretty happy because we're probably going to beat them if he's playing. Uh, they, I seen the running back during the spree game, uh, number one. I forget his name at the moment. Uh yeah, number one for South Carolina. You 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 know who I'm talking about if you if you're listening to this podcast 'cause <laughs> you know, he's a sports fan obviously. But um yeah, he's pretty good. I he's gonna probably break off a couple of our linebackers if he's still uh healthy at that point. But uh yeah, we should definitely score a, probably but this should definitely be the same type of game. I don't they really expect nothing else. Uh when we're on offense I... <laughs> It's so crazy now. I don't ex- know when we're going to score, but I pretty much ex- expect to score every drive. So, against South Carolina, I expect no different. And uh, we're probably going to – the game's probably going to be about 49 to 35, something along those lines. They might be, score a little more if it gets close just because, dang, that's a two touchdown. But our offense is – our defense is going to have to get a lot better. Uh, let me Let me change that to 49 to 42. Tennessee, and at that point, we're going to be with two losses on the season yet again, still, and we got Vanderbilt on November 28th, and of course, I expect to beat them, so uh, 11-2, is that how I'm scoring it? Ball State victory, Pittsburgh victory, Akron victory, Florida, close victory. LSU, close victory. <laughs> Alabama, loss. Tennessee Martin, victory. Kentucky, coast victory. Georgia, loss. Missouri, victory. South Carolina, victory. And Vanderbilt. I mean, their name starts with a V, so You already know what I'm going to say for that. But uh, yeah, just going down the games one by one. I feel like <clears throat> it looks like I got Tennessee going 11 and 2. So that'll if we do that, we're gonna be in the playoff push after the Alabama game until we play Georgia, where they'll they beat us. But yeah, that'll be pretty good. We could finish second in the East, boy. I mean, that's how I'm calling it, so that's what it'll be. But I'm sounding pretty bullish. Maybe I sound like a homer, but you know, maybe I didn't give as much background as why I thought <laughs> we were going to win the games and stuff like that. But if you looked at our offense, number one, the uh, fastest offense in the country. Um, if the, I don't really think the players matter per se. Of course, you need good players, but I feel like it's a plug and play system. I watched them at UCF and stuff like that, and of course, it came from Oklahoma, and all they just do is recycle the, you know, put new players in, and they get the same stats pretty much. So, if everything goes right, you know, I don't see why it should really be much different. Especially when Hendon's starting from the beginning. Uh, and, and if he leads us to an 11-2 and two season, he'll definitely be, and, you know, and... Um, is it 11-2? Oh. It was a twelve game season. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So ten and two. <laughs> I kept saying eleven and two, but ten and two. Yeah. Okay. Well, but we can still go eleven and two if we win the bowl game, and uh, yeah. If we get the, if we go ten and two, that's definitely a big time bowl. Uh, probably the Peach or something. I don't know the, the rotation for the bowl series this year, but uh, yeah. If we go ten and two, we'll hopefully get another big team. Uh, we get a big team. It'll probably be like Michigan or somebody, and they'll ooh. Yeah, and this is all contingent when on our defense playing way better than last year. It's like they weren't that bad at first, but then people start game planning for how bad we were, and they, they just took advantage of it. So I'm definitely hoping we step up, and um, yeah, I'm going to end it there. You heard it here. I got <laughs> the balls going 10-2, and uh, this is the very first episode of uh, Top Tier Volunteers. So this is your boy Dre, the host yet again. Thanks for listening, and uh, go voss.